I always dedicate, whenever I do a personal retreat, I always dedicate it at the beginning and write down that name. And then it gets bigger and bigger as the time goes on because you receive letters or information comes into the retreat. Somehow, something gets to your heart where you really wish well for somebody who's in trouble, emotionally, physically, somehow. And you, you want to benefit them. So you dedicate any, any good fortune that you might gain as a result of doing the retreat, any mental stability or personal comfort at a psychological, spiritual, or physical level, you dedicate to them. And I, I heard a talk recently by um, a Tenzin Palmo, the nun who spent 12 years in the cave. And she talked about it in a good way. She said, Visualize that every pleasant thing that happens to you in the course of the retreat or in the course of your whole life, whether it's physical comfort, mental well-being, good outer circumstances, anything that enriches your life, having met the Dharma, having heard certain teachings, anything that feels uh, supportive and nurturing in your life, she said, imagine gathering it all together like in a package and having it so you could hold it in your hands or, you know, it'd have to be maybe each part was quite tiny to be able to hold it in your hands, but this sense of gathering it together like a present or a package and then you give it to this person with the idea that it would be the best package they ever received in their life because basically you're giving them all the good things from your whole life. So the first is a, an individual, and the list can grow. And the second is a whole group of individuals, a whole country, a whole continent. In other words, something bigger. You might say the Middle East, or you might say all the civilians and service people in Afghanistan or Iraq. or It doesn't really matter, but a bigger category all abused animals, all abused children. The idea with bodhicitta is you feel it like almost like a pain in your heart, but a, a pain which you, the word bittersweet is appropriate. It's like, uh, you couldn't call it pleasant because it hurts, but it is pleasant because you feel somehow more alive when you feel the bodhicitta. So choose a person that somehow affects you like that, and then a country or place or continent or group of people or animals and dedicate it to them also. Then the other thing is making an intention before the retreat begins about, I guess you could say, what is your intention for the retreat in terms of what you would like to be working with? What personal quality would you like to be enriching or, or uh, ripening? Or what personal quality would you like to be shedding? Or whatever it might be. So sometimes helpful if, if you uh, are able to articulate it, to share it with others and they can support you. For instance, if you say, I, I'm going to work on not being so short-tempered, then everyone can point the finger at you every time that you're short-tempered and say, you're not living up to your... So, Hopefully that your information will not be used against you. But in any case, 
it does help. Have you noticed, like, if someone says, I'm really working on this, you give them a more of a break. When they say, I'm going to work on the fact that I blow up a lot. And then the next day they blow up and you give them a little bit of a break because you know they know it and you know they're trying to work with it. So that can be helpful too. So the topic of the talk or the subject that I want to discuss is um, I'm going to use a phrase that I just read in a magazine. And the phrase uh, comes from um, a war correspondent. But I was so struck by it, and I was struck by his whole article, actually. It was in a magazine called The Sun, not the Shambhala Sun, but it uh, uh, has a lot of wonderful poems and photographs and essays.